Hey, this is Mike. Hey, this is Kaz, and you are listening to Two Broke Watch Snobs. You have made it all the way on your journey down the yellow brick road, or whatever kind of fucking road you're on, to episode 148, hallowed. 100, it's not that hallowed, it's just another number in a series of numbers that will eventually stop one day uh, when everything burns down. That's about the right assessment, right? All men, all men are born to die. All men. Is that is that is that Nietzsche or is that Michael? I, don't <laughs> I feel like it's Shakespeare. I don't know. It might be. But throw your courage to the sticking place. We have to. We have to go on. Or we have to go forward. All right. We can do. We can do a Shakespeare quote battle later. You have made it all the way to episode 148 of the Two Broke Watch Snobs podcast. A very special episode. Michael, how are you doing? How is you doing? Is you I? I'm doing well. We had a we had a time change, so we had the the daylight savings thing, um, or no? I think we're standard time now. I don't I know. I just do what the internet tells me to fall, do. Fall back, spring forward, and people are so detailed about it. They're like, isn't that, oh, isn't that like a High School Musical song? Fall back, spring forward. <laughs> I'm like, I don't care what kind of thing you come up with to remember it i just want to know if i get more sleep or less sleep yeah I, that, that, that's basically it am i losing an hour of the day where i have to talk to people i don't want to talk to or am i gaining an hour in the day <laughs> where i have to talk to people i cannot talk to you know what i mean but it's nice i i've i've been having a pretty pretty good time here the the leaves are changing it's fall <laughs> it's nice and crisp outside we're, we're both uh, from florida when was the first time you saw fall because it wasn't in florida no yeah probably like uh like up in the Carolinas, where we like used to vacation. Oh, because you we were kids. Uh, used to used to vacation over by by Boone, right? Boone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's kind of like a weird spot where a lot of people vacation. I don't know. It's like easy, accessible, fake skiing. I saw snow or snow in fall uh, for the first time when I left home when I turned eighteen years old. Did you ever see the remake of War of the Worlds with Tom Cruise and that other little girl who I can't remember anymore? Yeah. Do you remember? I, I'm sorry. I kind of liked it. I, I I can't remember the movie, but I remember the the end of the movie where everything's like purple and everything's like weird and there's like all this stuff that's going on. Do you remember the way it looked as like the aliens were terraforming the planet? No, no, not really. Well, when you Google it after this, that's what fall looked like to me like the end of the i'm like how, why is no one else in the street rending their garments and sobbing in the sky at the <laughs> trees turning these colors and shedding their foliage fully fo- foliage foliage you know what i mean because i never because yeah. we don't have that shit in florida you know I'm trying to find is this dakota fanning yes that's her name that's her name yeah tell yeah. you man fall fall is in the air it's actually it's actually starting to get a little cooler here in florida but here um it's a good time it's a good time uh to have maybe have the discussion of uh leather straps or steel bracelets i mean this is a big popular fall watch person discussion i agree but it is not the topic of this episode maybe a future episode maybe we can do it in one of the live streams do you do you think you'll be able to join me on one of the live streams soon Yes, I'll try. That'll be Maybe fun, week, man. Week after next, because yeah. I I've been doing them solo. I did one with Greg Bedrosian when he was doing coverage over um, at Windup NYC. That was a lot of fun. Keep an eye out on the site, twobrokewashnobs.com. I'm about to post a um, like a written recap of his experience down there. He's got up there or wherever the fuck it is. He got some great photos, um, cool. and some really really cool stuff that some folks are doing. 
but uh, but 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 watch watches and season changing is not the topic of, of, of this episode. The topic of this episode is I recently spent time <clears throat> for work, which went horribly in Buffalo, and while I was there, I got to have some you know mini watch adventures. Uh, with the local red bar people that was a lot of fun um also just some general just like watch experiences it was pretty cool so basically that's what we'll be doing we'll be talking about my experience really at my first proper local red bar uh meetup the only other red bar meetups i had gone to were for like big events like so for like wind up you know they'll do like but those don't count i feel like those aren't like you know what I mean? They're like in 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 like in like 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 large events that they do for like wind up or whatever like big things. But this was a proper like, hey, Kaz is in town. Let's all meet at the blah 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 bar. It's like all right, let's mug them or so you know like like small mm-hmm. like like things like that. So yeah, that was definitely a pretty cool, uh, pretty cool experience. So um, but before that, before we talk about my experiences at my first uh, 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 red bar, which honestly went not the way I thought. Pleasantly surprised. I'm excited to talk about it. We have to first honor one of the only traditions we have on this show. I really think we should start accumulating more traditions, other than our only traditions being the wrist check and the tradition of not having traditions. But we'll, 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 what's the phrase I'm looking for? Uh, we'll tackle that. We'll, we'll burn that bridge when, when, before one, we cross it or whatever the phrase. One day, one day out of the week, we'll do Never Pants Sunday. What's Never Monday. Pants Sunday? Is it exactly what I think it is? <laughs> <laughs> we just don't wear pants all Sunday. What if and, you do never we record? What if you do never pants every day? <laughs> just turn it into a hashtag. Make it official. Never pants every day. Let's do. <laughs> let's honor. Fucking Jesus. Let's honor two book watch I don't know. It could be. It could be a tradition. We just record with our with our with our sweaty dongs stuck to the side of our leg. Although I guess with winter, that's not the case anymore, right? Yeah, not here. Not I there. I don't know about where you are. Yeah. Uh, it's that. It's on. It's probably a cool seventy-five degrees over here, dude. Seventy, oh, seventy-five. That's nice. It's quite that's nice. Good. Um, goddamn, but we have to honor one. I've only got nutrition's. Michael, would you like to do an, an audio wrist check with me? An audio wrist check. I would love to. Let me let me make sure I have specs pulled up because I know people like specs. Uh, it's the five seven one two. <laughs> All right. The only reason I remember that because <laughs> we were just talking about. It. That's not what he's wearing. <laughs> Just uh, I still, I'm gonna forget that number in about three. Yeah, minutes. we were just talking about it. Kaz has one in his uh, shopping cart. Yeah, I have one in my shopping cart. I thought it would go <laughs> great in my vault along with my Krugerrands, my lost quote unquote Rembrandts. You know, just uh, something to sit on because I'm a collector of things that I find beautiful. <laughs> I'm not wearing a 5712. <laughs> uh, I'm wearing a a, a Notice Contrail uh, cool. stainless, stainless steel bezel version i totally forgot uh, about the, the blue one right with the blue dial i love it it's a good fun like weekend watch yeah um oh my god i think i'm gonna sneeze do it uh, now i'm Own not it. gonna sneeze anymore Own it fuck oh man it's a it's actually one of my is this the only this might actually be the only dual time watch i have left um really i don't have the airman anymore um <sighs> I don't have. Yeah, I think that I think this might be it actually. So okay, this one's this one's nice to to have on. I think the I, I really like the original Contrail, um, but yeah, the the moment they showed me the one with the, the stainless steel bezel, um, I just had to have it. And this one has a cool like the best part of that bezel is that 
this edge is like completely this one edge on the bezel is totally polished and it's it's like the right amount of like glitz and glamour for for a sort of tool watch so cool um and the uh the blue that they they put on this dial i'm sure i the blue had to be the most popular one for them i'm sure did you first see I, that when we caught up with them in hong kong 2018 is that when you first saw no it? okay no i said they they swung by uh seattle uh like a little while before it was released and um had a quick meetup and then i saw one with this kind of like crazy banana yellow dial i think they had um, oh wow which was which was pretty fun um but this is just a, a solid um kind of everyday watch if you're looking for something that's a little different from like say a strict dive watch or a strict like pilot watch this is sort of a comp a good combination of of both right um you know some people get upset that you know with a 12-hour bezel you lose the elapsed time function but you can still use the bezel to time things. You just have to multiply by five. Um, so with a little math, it can just uh, it can also act like a like an elapsed time bezel. Another cool thing about this one, the seconds hand over the blue. I don't know about other dial colors. So I'm, I think they had, I think they had the usual uh, contrail like textured dial finishes yep. and then the gray and stuff. Uh, but over the blue, this like pure like snow white seconds hand just like really pops so today i was like i was being a crazy like hipster poser and like doing my pour over and stuff and just like using the seconds hand to to track track the, the brew time and everything it's nice man it's a nice watch to to interact with i do pour over um, every day does that make me a hipster yeah yeah we're both hipster posers i don't feel like i feel like i'm not cool <laughs> enough to be a hipster dude all you, your jeans just need to be tighter yeah, I want to have kids one day, man. I don't know. Uh, I mean, isn't that like a thing? Dude, I, I I spray paint mine on. Yeah, no shame. I it's get because I can't I can't let go of the past, and I'm pathetic. <laughs> I get the fucking spray. I get the hair in a spray can. You know that we like fill in ball spots. I just spray that shit all over my legs. I look I look like a fucking yeti in skinny jeans, bro. You just fucking own it, man. You know? Yeah, I said I and I said I was gonna pull up the specs, but I never did. Let me, let me do it real quick, just. Just very quickly. You excited um, to spend time with the uh, recently released Notice Duality? Oh, are they sending that? Uh, they they said they were. I mean, we're probably super low on the list because <laughs> I I really I I like that one. I like that one, and I was actually also very very tempted uh, because the the dual crown look is very very cool. I usually don't like the dual crown thing, um, at least with the crowns on on both sides. Uh, I like I like me a good good offshore diver from AP, but that that crown is on the other side. Right. Um, but that th that thing it looks looks fun. Uh, whoever spends time with it, I, I think it'll be a cool watch. Um, Do you want to spend time with it, or should I spend time with it, or should we or, or, or should we see if any of the contributors want to spend time with it? We'll we'll see. We'll see. Maybe maybe one of the contributors I think could be best. Let's see if we even get it. It wouldn't be the first time someone just totally fucking forgot about tbw i was like oh yeah i'll send you the fucking watch and then we're just sitting by the front door like oh, scott pilgrim waiting for that shit to show up a year later oh man not the first time we don't forget i just want to put that out there just in case just someone that's burned us we super do not forget i don't forget i clutch to my grudges like burning coals until they take me down man all right <laughs> 
I actually forgot this was 39 millimeters. Uh, nice. It's 39, but it it wears like a, I, I'd say it wears like a 40. Uh, 47 lug to lug, 20 millimeter lug width. Um, with the crystal, it's 13 millimeters thick. Uh, screw down crown that's a little small for my liking. Mm. Uh, that's like my only issue with this watch. Um, I think I mentioned it before. And yeah, that's about it. The, that's that's the big takeaway. 200 meter water resistance and the movement is a Miyota 9015. Nice. That's super cool, man. This is this is like also like blue dials. I don't know if I don't know if I'm as crazy about blue dials as other people are, but this is um I only have this and my uh, very first love uh Mako. Oh yeah. Or blue dials. Oh, and the and the watch that you gave me. But that one's that one's more of a matte. It's not this is like a sunburst sort of blue. It's nice. I dig it. So the majority, so so you, I mean, like blue, the blue dial watch is pretty common, but you you think you have more black dials than anything else? Yeah, or orange. Or orange. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, what when are you gonna add? Uh, when are you gonna add the sumo, man? Can you get a blue sumo or uh, or a black sumo? You know what I really hate, man. I hate that I like that green one so much. This is like the fourth episode that I say, but it's like I feel like if I get a sumo, it's got to be the green one. It's too I just much hate money. The, that it's like eight hundred dollars. It's too much money. In, in all honesty, I, I does somebody want to sell it to me for like two? <laughs> I got I got three dollars and seventy five cents in my pocket right now for someone's Grimo. Grimo, can we can we can we unsexify that? I love unsexifying watches with with horrible names. Can we call it the Shrek? The Shrek. Yeah, that's a good one. Right? We can call it the Shrek. Yeah. Big fat dopey <laughs> thing. Yeah, it was the hero of the movie, but. Can't change what he is, which might be the theme of those films. I can't quite remember. Um, how can we... Hold on, my cat's here. Yes, my love? What happened? She she was, was, was crying at me, and the cry turned into a yawn, and then she just got adorable. <laughs> oh, one last point about this notice. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think I, I posted it too much, but I, I actually took... This was one of the watches that I took to Italy. Um, oh, cool. Cool, cool, cool. And be- because it was kind of like so slim and like it wears really well with with the bracelet and everything uh, and the other watches that i had were kind of a little too wild uh this is this is what i wore when i went to like a nice nice dinner with with long sleeves and stuff like that so here's the big question what are you gonna wear when we go to alaska i might just take the doxa i can see that that's fucking awesome yeah. i can get my I might only take the docs though. For your for your Seattle street cred, I can get fucking killer shots of you taking photos with the Doxa <laughs> and like your Patagonia, and I could just get photos of you taking photos. What do you think? Punching whales. <laughs> <laughs> I really think there must be some kind of like whale blubber refinement, like port adventure, that because I'm I'm sure someone's still doing it. Just like it'd be great if you if you discover that from like the Disney drop down like drop down menu like activities, whale punching, yeah, whale punching, Japanese whaling. It's like holy fuck. All right, I guess we should <laughs> see what those Japanese whalers are up to. Jesus, you know, I think that could be fun. I think it could be fun. I might. Just... That's me. Oh yeah, what what are you gonna take? I might just do one watch as well. Honestly, I might just do the Blumo. That's right. That's what I did on the on the last cruise. Wore the Blumo and it was, it was perfect. 
Nice. You know, or at that time, if I have possibly acquired my Quartz Omega Seamaster Professional 2541, as worn by Pierce Brosnan and Goldeneye, if I've acquired that watch uh, before that point, then I might take that watch. We'll see. Sweet. You know? Yeah, I would I would love to see you with that watch. Yeah, me too. I'd love to see you with that watch as well, Michael. That's 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 a cool coincidence. <laughs> Uh, what, do you, what, do you, what do you have on? Uh, I have been wearing the watch that I wore for the majority of my time in Buffalo, New York. Never thought I'd go to Buffalo, New York, but here we are. Um, I brought three watches with me there. I brought the Orient Christmas Chrono. Uh, I brought the Orient Star GMT WZ0071 uh, DJ. WZ0071 DJ. Um, when I was there, someone told me I talk too fast, which is why people don't like have anything to say when I talk to them, and that like really broke my heart. So I'm trying to talk slower. <laughs> someone's like, someone's like, 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 no one's gonna have any like conversation with you if you talk too fast. So it's just like, okay, you could you could piss on my strawberries after you slit my throat rather than slitting guess, my throat. I guess I'm used to it because I mean I feel like I have things to say. And then 148 episodes later, I guess I have something to say to you. It's also different. I think, well, you're not a younger sibling. I'm a younger sibling, but it might be like a first-generation American thing. I don't know why a ton of first-generation Americans talk fucking fast. I don't know Uh, why. You know what I mean? Yeah, who knows? Who fucking knows, man? But yeah, so I brought the Orient Christmas Chrono. I brought the Orient Star GMT WZ0071DJ. And the other watch I brought, which is the watch that I'm wearing now, and that I actually ended up wearing for the majority of the time, is the Slava Medical. Um, did some cool photos of it while I was there. I had a great view of the Buffalo's um, skyline. I'm air quoting skyline, so you guys can't see that. Uh, from the um, from the hotel, so I did like a really cool like um, Instagram story segment uh, from there. And that's when a lot of you guys learned I was in Buffalo and uh, you know reached out. We ended up coordinating something with... Uh, the, um, red bar buffalo folks buffalo red bar folks and so yeah that's i'm wearing the slav medical now aside from all of the 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 the, the luster and the allure and the, the 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 hunt for this watch it's actually just really fun to wear like unromanticized with my particular relationship trying to get this watch in my collection um there's something about just like a really nice sized sort of rectangular case that's just i don't know if fun and it, yeah. it, it it occurred to me because where i was i was doing a lot of watch spotting um where i was and all i saw were fucking samsung gears i guess they're called and apple watches <laughs> you know um it occurred to me that might be one of like the more interesting i guess appeals of the apple watch is its re- its rectangular profile probably makes it pretty comfortable you know you can get like watch faces for that thing too. Like it'd be awesome if they had a Slava Medical like custom <laughs> face for the Apple Watch. You no one, no one would get it. Who the fuck would buy? Who the fuck would buy that or use it? Whatever. I'm not you, sure. You got to You probably know some app makers or something. Yeah, get, I get somebody to do it. I don't want to waste their time with that. You know what I mean? <laughs> hey guys, I know you're really busy working on like McDonald's apps, but can you make a watch face like my medical, like my Slava <laughs> Medical? Um, <laughs> One of the folks I interacted with as part of my job there was a doctor. He was he was a cardiologist actually, and he got a kick, he got a kick out of this watch. Oh, cool! Um, 
Because so Slava Medical, um, for you, for those of you who might not be familiar, um, it's a Soviet mechanical pulse meter. It's fairly rare, in decent condition, probably one or two show up a year on eBay that are worth your time. There are some that stay up all year round, but honestly, they're, they're frankened or they're too controversial. It could be the controversial KFG dial, which is so... I could do a whole episode on this, but basically the school of thought that there's, is that there's potentially two different types of Slava medicals. There's the the, like the the original kind, mine, which has like the, the I guess, the, the medical symbol, the, the snake drinking a martini jar. I'm not sure what the mm-hmm. fuck it is. The Hippocratic symbol. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. That, uh, this is the, the, the regular one, the regular, as if it's fucking normal. Uh, there's this one, and then there's one which there's a lot of... Um, misinformation and a controversy around it called the KFG dial. It appears to have uh, like a red army, like Soviets, uh, like, 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 uh, like insignia on there, um, mm-hmm. you know, particular to like, uh, like a possible like unit or branch of the military. However, it's not really confirmed that it's actually one of the logos. The story is that, oh, these were issued to doctors or these were issued to a particular medical regiment for some sort of heroic act i'm not sure the problem is i don't want to get that dial because there's too much misinformation there's too much that we can't really confirm and um like i said no one's actually able to figure out like 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 proper like soviet red army historians not my dumbass are like are like yeah this doesn't look like any fucking military logo we've ever seen so my thought is that it's possibly and this happened in the 90s not just with slava but particularly with vostok um asia after the fall of the soviet union made a fuck ton of fake for some reason uh soviet watch dials that mainly permeated uh vostok's but it's possible that it happened also with um other watch brands uh, and my 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 like tinfoil hat theory is that these kfg dials may have been an experiment from something involving that so uh if you google slava medical and you see a kfg dial <laughs> don't get too excited uh probably been up there for a long time also way overpriced they'll be up there for like 400 dollars because they're like oh this was this was in the fields and it's just like so like probably not dude you know what i mean um you know that that brings up that brings up an interesting topic though because mm. so even if the dial is a sign of a franken watch um and we we're pretty against like or we try to stay away from franken watches and and whatnot but yes. is it does that mean the watch is not worth having so like this this reminds me of the uh the Rolex Blueberry GMTs I don't know if you've seen those it's I'm familiar uh, with them yeah, they're just they're just GMTs, um, but the entire bezel—it's not Pepsi or Coke or black or anything. It's just blue. The whole so the whole bezel is blue, okay, uh, with with white numerals, and people go nuts over them. Uh, people go nuts trying to authenticate them, and there's no real like concrete proof that like Rolex ever did that. But there's still a huge part of Rolex collecting culture, and people still buy them. Is it is it one of those things where possibly with this with the uh, blueberry Rolex blueberry? Yeah, yeah. Is it possible that they're like is it where the whole watch is fabricated or they're taking like like actual like I'm guessing it's a sub right it's a submariner. It's a it's an oyster case. Oyster case, yeah. yeah. So they're taking authentic oyster cases, but then putting this fake 
uh, bezel on there. Is that the case, or is the whole thing just fake? You think? No, it's just a question of the bezel. Yeah. Okay. Because because bezels are so bezel inserts are so easy to change on like five digit, four digit references. Um, that like I'm sure people just like make fake blue bezels and. There are so many fake Rolex parts and Rolexes in the world to begin with. Yeah. And like bezels are bezels are just so easy to fake and interchange. But at the same time, there's no real proof uh, or record of Rolex ever doing that. I, um, with the, to my knowledge. With the Slava Medical in particular, I would argue if you see a KFG tile, a, a, a dial, it's not even worth owning because this particular case shape is not exclusive to the Slava Medical. So uh, what someone could do is it's called a Slava it's called a Slava fridge case. I don't fucking know why. It is so it's right up there with the aesthetic pleasure of gutter chocolate. Remember gutter chocolate as a band name? Ugh. I do, oh, yeah. Yeah. So the 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 fridge case. So it's like like a hoof, some kind of a hooved beast, you know? Um I but, like how that one really gets you, but I also posted Sphincter Sirloin <laughs> and like that's totally fine. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Cause that, right. that's a great like that's a great like shitty hardcore band. <laughs> Where all three band members are doing completely different things. You know what I mean? <laughs> we are one's, spe- play, one's playing like sludge on like like fifteen gauge strings, like <laughs> elevator cables in drop Z. The other guy is like a jazz bass player. The drummer is just <laughs> blast beating the whole time. The whole time. And there's just wood chips going everywhere. Dude. <laughs> All right. Uh, <laughs> but so what the fuck is so with the Slava Medical? It's possible that someone could get the Slava fridge case, get a fake KFG dial, put it together, and then say it's a Slava Medical KFG. So. I see. Yeah. So it's tough. So if you see one out there, I would stay away. I know other collectors are like, "Oh, it's real," and you can fucking you can believe whatever you want. But in my my opinion, I just this is too much controversy. So yeah, Slava Medical. I love this watch. Mechanical pulse meter. Uh, it's just a fun watch to wear. Have you ever worn this watch, dude? Uh, probably very briefly. Next time we hang yeah. out, you gotta wear it, man. Yeah, but I like it. I I, I like that watch a lot. Yeah. Oh, it's always fun doing the wrist check. Here, let's do this before we start talking about my watch adventures in Buffalo. Not really watch adventures, just hung out with some dudes. Hung out with some dudes, had some brews. Um, <laughs> let's talk about some some really fun just like website stuff. Continue checking out twobokewashknobs.com. New stuff is going up there all of the time. Uh, for instance, um, Greg Bedrosian did a really cool write-up on um, one of the limited edition uh, Zoomy pieces that goes out. This one in particular can't remember it's like john uh you know what i'm talking about i suck with names yeah i don't really know much about nizumi is the john player special uh it's pretty cool it's gold it's um it's actually really fun his pictures came out pretty solid go and check that out for sure in addition to that uh, i have begun to bring back the tbws uh, Amazon watch picks series where basically uh, I do a lot of the Amazon hunting for watch deals so you don't have to. Um, basically once every week or two weeks what I do is uh, I choose six watches that I think are really exemplary in terms of your offerings uh, within Amazon um, for you know um, availability quote unquote like how popular they are and also like mainly price and there's one on here I have to highlight it is 
it might have it might have captured my it might have it might have lassoed my black heart. Um, do you have the Amazon thing in front of you, bro? My Amazon post. Um, I did. I don't anymore, but I can I can bring it up real quick. Did you see this? Um, and you guys at home, go to this. Go to the post twobookwatchtimes.com. Uh, you'll see it on the home page. It's uh, it's called TBW's Amazon Watch Picks 1031: Colon the best sub one hundred dollar quartz chrono. And it's the second thing I chose here. It's the Seiko SND three six seven PC chronograph. I think that's the same movement as the one in my um, my little Seiko Pilot chronograph. Is it? It's got it's yeah. got the same sub register layout. Um, if that, yep, that's the same one. So yeah, you have the one twentieth of a second at twelve, running seconds at nine, and then there's a combination. Yep. Um, at six. Same movement. Same same or, or same layout. Most likely the same movement. I fucking mm-hmm. love this thing for two reasons. Uh, the dimensions. It's approximately. 40 millimeters. I originally wrote 38, and I had to go back and fix that. But someone reached out and said, yeah, it's realistically closer to like 40-ish. So 40 millimeter diameter, 47 lug to lug, 10 millimeters uh, thick. That's one of the reasons I love it, because I love those dimensions. The other reason, um, and I know this won't resonate with you, Michael, uh, but to me, this thing captures the reason I... One of the quote-unquote wrong reasons I like the Omega Speedmaster I like the Omega Speedmaster for its potential to be an absolute strap monster, to use a really like mm-hmm. like hackneyed uh, term, strap monster. Uh, and if you're not familiar with that term, basically it's the idea that this watch will look good on any mother hump and strap. And that's what I think this Seiko chronograph um, can do. I think it's 20 millimeter uh, lug to lug, so obviously you have a lot of options there. 97 bucks right now, USD on, on, uh, on Amazon. I'm contemplating getting this watch as sort of another option in my grab and go quartz, uh, you know, catalog, just to have fun strap options. Just throw it on there, and it's just, it's just, it's just, it's to me, it's fun. The crown does look a little small, but that that's a small concession to make. It's a fucking quartz watch. How the fuck often am I using the crown on it? This, yeah, this these crowns are tiny. At least it's tiny on like my version of this watch. Yeah, yeah. What are your What are your thoughts on this? So, so you as a Speedmaster owner, do you think I'm like, and you can be super honest, I don't care. Do you think I'm kind of delusional in thinking that this would give me the same sort of strap monster appeal that, uh, like, a similar, obviously the dial is different, but like a similarly like black and white sort of presentation watch would, would have? Or do you think no, it kind not, of makes not sense? at all? I, th- I think this I think this is perfect for that. I'm, I'm looking at the some of the customer images, and I see it on a NATO here. It looks really yeah. good. I see it on like a shark mesh, if that's your thing. I think it'll look good. Um, I kind of, you know, stuff like leather and uh, maybe like a single pass um, nylon strap, like mm. a, a pilot version of a NATO. That'd be kind of cool. Uh, it would be awesome to put this on one of those expansion bracelets. Uh, like this, this, this grandpa, those grandpa bracelets. Yeah. I always forget the name. Um, yeah. No, I think I think this could, could totally work for that same same kind of feel. Damn, I'm quite smitten. Just for fun, just for a hundred bucks, nice. I might grab that. But at the same time, that's a hundred bucks that I should be putting towards the uh, yeah. Seamaster. But whatever, dude. Uh, that other, is true. Other fun watches on here. Um, Citizen Blue Angels. There's a really, really cool um, Citizen uh, Radio Control Perpetual Chronograph Titanium. Fucking as many goddamn words as you can shove on this fucking watch. They're on this watch. 
Um, mm. Pretty good price on that. There's a really, really fun Frederick Constant on here. I think Frederick Constant does not get enough love in the watch community for whatever fucking reason. Um, the details they're Because they're not like 500 years old. I, I guess, but the, the 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 detailing on this one in here same is, people the same reason people hate Bell and Ross and like Panerai. Telling you guys, you guys got to get over that shit, man. You got to <laughs> you got to collect what you like, not what you think you're supposed to like. This Frederick Constant here is really a lot of fun. When you see a lot of the detail in the actual Amazon listing, it's it's quite remarkable. I will concede it's only a two hander, which is a callback to one of our orological hang up episodes. But um, mm. I can see this watch being really really cool for people. Uh, it's automatic. It is automatic. Wow. It's quite slim. It's eight millimeters. It's automatic. Cool. Right? I like I like this Orient. I've never seen this Orient. I have like I'm, a, a big date. I'm glad you brought this up. I have never seen that Orient in my entire life. It's the last listing in this Amazon thing. It's right now on Amazon. It's a pretty solid price. Um 131 USD. It is the Orient Classic Chronograph FT fucking i forgot the number just go go on the post and, and check it out it's sapphire crystal it's supposed to be a screw a screw down crown i love the big date at 12 i love the style of the um hands this is another one i contemplated uh grabbing solid dimensions um 41.5 millimeters in diameter i'm not sure of the lug to lug uh 11.5 millimeters thick honestly pretty similar to my orient christmas chrono so this is another one I thought about getting just because it's uh, it's quite handsome and it's not usual. This is a pretty rare watch. I've never seen this before, but uh, definitely check it out. I think it's pretty cool. But yeah, the big date's a lot of fun. I love big dates. I'm a I'm a, I'm a slut for big dates, which is not a, which is not really a pun. I guess that could be a pun. <laughs> this is um yeah I, I like that we're doing this close to the the upcoming holiday season because straight up. I mean, I, at least I appreciate it when people um, post some pretty interesting deals and stuff, even though I have to kind of like keep myself away from the add to cart button, um, <laughs> especially since I have some like long term watch goals. <laughs> I still have to sell stuff, man. Same. There's some stuff I got to get rid of, too, so you know. But, uh, but yeah, check out this post, you know, whether you're in the buying mood or not, go and check it out. It's a lot of fun. Also, this is probably one of the easier ways for you guys to access our Amazon affiliate links if you want to support the show without paying any extra money. So basically the way it works is if you click on one of these links, um, it's an Amazon affiliate link and then you don't even have to buy whatever link brought you to Amazon, whatever watch brought you to Amazon. Within 24 hours, if you just do your normal Amazon shopping without paying anything extra, uh, Amazon basically just sends us a finder's fee. Super easy, not really a big deal, and you get to see some cool watches that I spent fucking hours looking for <laughs> on on Amazon. So definitely share so, your thoughts. Hmm? So when you buy your fifty gallon uh, barrel of lube, you know, just do it after you click on one of my links. <laughs> yeah, that's important, guys. All right. Um, let me think here. Oh, yeah, in addition to that, um, want to give a shout out to the Teespring store, which I fucking completely forgot about. If you've seen me on the TBWS live streams and you've been like, hey, Kaz is using a two-boke watch knobs uh, coffee mug, you too can own one. <laughs> I totally keep forgetting because everyone keeps asking me, like, dude, where'd you get that fucking mug? It's like, oh, yeah, I forgot. We technically sell them. Um, yeah, I, st I still don't even have one. So if Didn't you, you order guys one? You guys that have one, you, you're you're part of the club. Oof, I'm not. I know what I'm getting. I know what I'm, I know what I'm getting you for Christmas. 
Uh, I'll probably order one this weekend. <laughs> there you go. Um, yeah, so it's uh, if you want to check out the URL, I'm going to get it on the website also, but if you just want to type in it, it's teespring.com uh, slash stores slash two broke watch knobs with dashes between all the words. So two dash broke dash watch dash knobs. Teespring.com slash stores slash two broke watch knobs. Um, there's the mug on there, which is pretty cool. And I also uh, just created like a shirt. All the stuff is super simple. Um, I don't like stuff that's like crazy loud or jumbled or really weird. You won't see any affliction style shirts on here. Sorry if anyone wears those shirts still. <laughs> um, the, 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 the mug just has the logo. The shirt just has the logo. It's a lot of fun. Um, and yeah, I just wanted to mention that because every time I do a live stream, people ask me, always ask me like, dude, where'd you get that mug? It's like, oh, I forgot. You, you, you too can own. <laughs> TBWS mug, so yeah. Teespring. You know, it'd be cool to mm-hmm. to do another mug, another mug that's kind of like that. I forget. I always forget what they're called, but they're actually like. Um, I don't know if they're like stainless steel or aluminum. It's like the ones you take camping. I, I love those. If we can do a metal mug, I would love that. Yeah, that'd be rad. Right. I'll see. I'll 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 email Mr. Teespring to see what our options are. There's a bug in here. Fuck. Yeah. Get out of here, bug. Teespring.com slash stores slash two dash broke dash watch dash snobs. Basically, yeah, and you're there. So let's do this. Michael, have you ever been to Buffalo? I've never, um, I've never been to Buffalo. On tour or anything or Not passing through? I've probably passed through it. Okay. Um, yeah. I've never been to Buffalo. Uh, like I was mentioning, I was there for work. I didn't really know what I was getting into. Uh, candidly, I'm surprised there was infrastructure. So that's coming from the perspective of someone who spent 10 years on Long Island. And so mm-hmm. every time someone talked about Buffalo, it was always what? It was uh, the cold and the bills. That's it. And then yeah. like Niagara Falls, like the U.S. like the U.S. side of uh, of, of Niagara Falls, you know? Yeah. But yeah, so I, I've, I've, I've never been, uh, went there, did a really cool like wrist shot from the hotel and then people started reaching out and everything like that. So I just want to do a huge shout out. So I was there for work for a few days and all of those days were terrible. I don't have a good time uh, through no fault of Buffalo, um, just the nature of my work. But uh, I want to give a huge shout out to these gentlemen who made my last night in Buffalo the best night I had in Buffalo, okay? <laughs> I, I, I got everyone's name. I made sure to not leave anyone out. And if I did leave someone out, let me know and I'll rectify it on a future episode. Huge shout out to the Buffalo Red Bar crew. That's Jake, Phil, Sam, Antonio, DJ, Sean, and Ryan. Again, those names in backwards order. Ryan, Sean, DJ, Antonio, Sam, Phil, and Jake. You guys are the best. You showed me the best time I had in Buffalo. Even if there were watches on the table or not, it was still super, super cool to have um, that warm of a, of a reception in a town I had never been in, uh, you know, after I was pretty pretty down and out on the events of, uh, of all the bullshit that I was, I was there for. So this was my first, like, Red Bar event. Um, I did that wrist shot from the building that I told everyone about, and then uh, Jake, who I think is sort of, like, pulling the strings over there with Buffalo, um, uh, Red Bar Buffalo, was just like, hey, man, you know, uh, let's get a let's get a, let's get the group together. Let's do a thing. When are you free? And then we figured so you know we figured out a time. We met in a bar. Shout out to like they fucking listen. Shout out to Buffalo Tap House. 
Buffalo. Maybe they maybe they do listen. Maybe they do listen. Buffalo Tap House. <laughs> if you do listen, what up? Um, I loved that place because the nature of my work that I was there for. Uh, the people who were hosting me were taking me to a whole bunch of like hipster places and like trying to like get me all hyped up about like the the, the tech hipster gentrification regentrification of uh, of Buffalo. I had pizza, Michael, with honey on it. Um, you, you try you try to order like like a like an old fashioned and, and it comes in an aerosol can. I ordered an old fashioned <laughs> and it came in it came in a shoebox space diorama. All right. Uh, and the only way I could drink it was to first pour liquid nitrogen in it, and then I had to wait for all of that to cool down, and then I could put it in a blender, and then I could drink it. You know what I mean? Uh, it's disrupting the way that we uh, consume alcohol. Yeah, I just need to get that matter inside of my body so I can forget <laughs> what's going on in my head. That's the nature <laughs> of fucking drinking, guys. All right? Yeah, pretty simple. That's pretty fucking simple. We shouldn't have to obfuscate it with all this bullshit, man. You know what I'm saying? Um, <laughs> like, oh yeah, you could drink your, you could, you could drink your drink with your finger. Like, yeah, listen, I just need to put it in my face so I can forget what you fucking look like. That's my fucking so, goal. I'm guessing Buffalo Tap House was was not like that. Buffalo Tap House was nothing like that. Buffalo Tap House <laughs> was exactly what I needed it to be. It was a bar. There were some tables. Um, really excellent options in terms of what you could drink. Also, pretty solid food. Um, I had a couple bites. Um, I was there with the guy who was with me from work. I had a couple bites of what he had. That was super, super good. And it was a really great place to help me uh, cleanse my palate and just get a proper sense of what it was actually like being. I guess like this sounds fucking cliche, but a local, uh, a local in mm-hmm. Buffalo. So yeah. I was unaware um, of Buffalo's history. You know, it's an old port town. It's an old steel town. Obviously, um, sort of the story with a lot of American cities when those industries, also window wipers, uh, apparently window wipers were a big thing there. Um, but then the story of like you know, many cities, you know, when those industries pulled out uh, very quickly, you know, the, the, the town, um, you know, lost a large source of, of like jobs and revenue and day to day life, you know, for the for the people that were there. And so this is particularly in the downtown area. So what began to happen was a lot of the outer areas of downtown Buffalo began to get built out. So just to give you perspective, the, the I think the stadium where the Bills play is in the suburbs. It's not even like in the in the city, you know. Like people's homes are next to like the stadium. That's kind of like how it was with uh, Joe Robbie Stadium uh, back when back in Miami. Oh shit, that's funny. Yeah, man. You know, um, so you know, so it's just interesting to see what life is like, quote unquote, in like the downtown part where I was, and then how people sort of exist in that way a lot of people just seem to live outside buffalo but then like downtown buffalo but then come into town for like food or watch beat-ups or whatever but yeah buffalo tap house um what was i saying to you before yeah i had fucking pizza with um white with honey with white cheese pears and honey on it and now i'm not gonna say it wasn't good it was a good pizza but if I was craving pizza, like if I woke up one day and I'm like, wow, I will stomp a dog to death for a slice right now. Like if I was craving like the platonic ideal of what pizza is supposed to be, I wouldn't go and get white cheese, honey, and pear pizza. I would go and get like margarita or just like cheese or something like that. You know what I'm saying? So just just odd to me. Yeah. Um, 
was this? Oh, yeah, yeah, so, 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 we all met in this place called Buffalo Tap House. Super, super cool. There was a handful of us. Uh, we did the red bar. We did the red bar thing. Uh, if you listened to my Orological Hangups episode, and then you saw the uh, story step when Sal was doing, many of you were probably just like, what the fuck? I thought Kaz hated watch piles. <laughs> Kaz does hate watch piles, but I didn't want to be, like... I didn't want to be the I I didn't want to piss on everyone's strawberries, you know. It's like oh I don't want to put my watch in a pile with your guys' watches. Like that's like that it, like it um you know what I mean. Uh, so I'm just like yeah I'll fucking I'll fucking just try and keep them on the side like away sure. yeah uh, away. And so that was a lot of fun. Um, a decent mixture of um, of watches were in there. Let me think what was cool. People really enjoyed seeing the Christmas Chrono and the Slava Medical. Um, Obviously, people uh, are always pretty, uh, especially folks who listen to the show, which uh, which most of them did. Um, folks are usually pretty jazzed to see the um, see the Slava Medical. Such such a humble, such a humble watch, Michael. You really liked that um, Zen three five six, from what I could tell. That was Jake's, um, who, like I said, is pulling the strings for Red Bar Buffalo, who invited me. That, and I say this without any. Uh, hyperbolic inflation or any bullshit that might be like the perfect like no bullshit chronograph to me like holy yeah. holy god <laughs> we, I, or at least i call the 7750 like the honda civic of chronographs and that's just that's just a really fine watch too the problem is when you say yeah, that to, when you say that to someone they get the sense that they're making a concession on quality for like everyday wearability nah that seven what was the i was i was fuck with the reference seven the, the valjou 7750 the, the, yeah so the 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 zin that i wore with that movement um it's not the, it's not the 556 the 556 is a, is a three-hander the the 356 is the one that you uh that watch, the quality was impeccable. The the presentation of the elements, the legibility, the wearing, the wearing experience on that watch, like it's so it's so cliche. I put that watch on, and uh, Jake was talking to me. Sorry, Jake. We're talking about God knows what. I immediately just tuned him the fuck out. Like <laughs> I immediately did. I didn't. It was my girl started playing, and it was just me. And I'm just wearing the watch. I'm not surrounded by people in a loud bar anymore. There was no, there was no death and dearth and desolation at all. It was just me wearing this three five six, and I, I, I remember I said to myself, "I'm like, holy fuck, this is a nice fine, watch. It's a fine watch. Yeah. This is a fine young young lad. Tis a fine timepiece, y'all wielding. <laughs> all right. <laughs> so that was probably uh, one of the watches." Um, one of the watches I was most most smitten with. What what do those go for, man? Uh, like on leather, a little over eighteen hundred. Yeah, I could buy my Seamaster Professional for less. Yeah, you can. Maybe they, al they also they also have different versions with like an added GMT hand. Um, yeah, they they do a lot with that with that watch. It's uh besides the, I think the five five six, like you said, the the three hander, um. Or the, or the 856 or something like that. Uh, it's it's one of the more popular ones from, from Zen. Great sizing also, 38.5 uh, mm -hmm. in diameter. Um, it says here case thickness, case thickness, um, 
down with the sickness. I was just going to say. <laughs> Ooh, ah, 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 ah. Ooh, ah, 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 ah. Come on. <laughs> get up. Get down with the sickness. Uh, case thickness. What happened to them? Oh, they're, still, they're still doing their thing. That guitar player has a series of distortion pedals, man. They're still touring, dude. Good for them. Good for them. They nailed their sound. People still like it. All good in the hood. Uh, what was I saying? Case thickness is at 15.5. So that's probably with the crystal. And I'll tell you right now, when I yeah. that 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 looks fucking thick. Yeah. It was not that thick at all, dude. It didn't seem like that at all. Like that's mm. that's a fine mother humping watch, you know. God damn. What else did I see? I saw I saw a brand I've seen online a lot, and I've never gotten the chance to see them in person. Because they're a bit expensive for what they look like, or at least for what this like particular model looks like. You know the brand Carpenter out in Brooklyn? Yeah, uh, I've I've heard a lot about them. People have like brought them to our attention. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I was never really sure what to think because you know my my first thought was you know I'm seeing this watch. It looks like what it looks like. Yeah, and it seems a little expensive. So I'm curious to know what what your thoughts are. So the quality on the watch is is, is is quite incredible, actually. It's it's so cliche, but it's something that you can't necessarily get across in photographs, which might be what's working um, you know, against the watch. The nature of yeah. the design, though, is very complementary in that you can't just wear the watch by itself and expect to be peacocking or hanging watch dong. You do have to possibly assemble some kind of outfit uh, or look around you know um the watch but i thought the quality of that thing was pretty cool it was great to see it in in um in person some of the small design nuances you know with some of like the font choices and the outer ring and the shape of the date window were a lot of fun but it's not a watch that can like i can't go outside in like shorts and a t-shirt and wear that watch and feel like i'm like you know i'm i'm orologically peacocking and the reason I've used the phrase a bunch is because I, I did a lot of that this weekend. I'll talk about that in a minute. Um, do, you, do you know if you saw the Gent collection or the Brooklyn uh, Field collection? Let me see. I probably saw. So the the Field is like five is five ninety five and it has wire lugs, and then the other one doesn't. So if you if the one you saw didn't have wire lugs, um, then the one that the I saw gent. was eight hundred. So it was oh, okay, the, it so probably the Gent. You saw the gent. Yeah. So, but so that, that 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 like therein lies, I think, the issue um, for me and a lot of people. It's a little too expensive. That's a pretty competitive price point to be in for um, technically a boutique slash micro brand watch, and one that doesn't necessarily have uh, a particularly aggressive design aesthetic. A lunge, mm-hmm. a hook. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, but seeing that watch was pretty cool. Uh, I finally, Michael, I finally got to see a Raven Solitude. Oh, how was it? Pretty fucking incredible. Because that watch is way smaller than I thought it was. I thought it was in line with like the Endeavor that Steve had done. The Endeavor is like fucking like 46. Like you can see it from space. It's 46 millimeters. Helicopters, you know helicopters trying to land on it. You know what I mean? <laughs> it, looks, it looks like that case, that case shape actually and if you look at the crown guards as well mm-hmm. uh i'm not going to say it's exact but it's definitely inspired by the case you'll find on like cwc's let me um, see 
And that's that's the case with with the CWC divers. Um, I, I always had like a vintage Seiko feel from this. I don't know why. Maybe it's the bracelet. Was it on the bracelet or was it on? This was on leather. This was on leather. Oh, cool, cool. Uh, it's thirty nine millimeters. Mm, which okay. is and it actually wears quite well and the, the 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 type of dial that steve over at raven watches um has put on there it has this sort of i, I guess i guess you'd call it like a matte presentation i saw it in a very soft blue um i don't know what the fuck the blue is called uh i didn't know the solitude was 430 it looks like the the solitude is um i was expecting it to be more because he, he, he that's another brand that's been experimenting with you know, like a higher price bracket, um, right here and there. But this, I, I'm surprised to see that they're all all variations are, except the DLC coded one. It has an NH35 in it, which is probably one of the reasons uh, why uh, you can get it for 400 bucks. Yeah, I like this. Uh, so you said it was a blue dial black bezel. Yep, I'm looking at it right here. Blue dial cool. black bezel. That's the one. Um, yeah, 430 bucks. Wow, I also didn't realize. I thought it was 700 dollars. There's only, he only made 30 of those. Very cool. That's what he nice. does. He'll have like five or six different colors, and then he'll make between 20 and 30, you know, of uh, of each of those colors. So seeing this watch was quite um quite fantastic. Had all this had, had all the, the 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 textbook trappings of a Steve Lawlin watch. All his thing, his <laughs> fingerprints are all over the watch, you know. Yeah. But still, definitely feels uh like it stands alone on its own. I love the cleanness of the of the bezel. Um. I thought the sort of blank Mercedes hand, I have no other way of describing it. That's uh, what they are, yeah. Would would be weird to me, be like, oh well, you know, it's clearly supposed to be blah blah blah. No, actually in person it's 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 quite nice. So this is this is another one that um I was happy to have on my radar. I'm gonna hit up Steve when I get the chance this week. Um, see if we can't get one in for review or if he has one all right now making the rounds. I think folks, I think I think you folks, TWS folks, would love to get like you know proper reference photos and like a, a good written take on uh, on how this watch wears. So yeah, so okay, it says here forty millimeter case, so forty millimeter ish case, forty seven millimeters lug to lug, thirteen millimeters thick, three hundred meter water resistance, screw down crown, twenty millimeter lug, dome sapphire, air coating. I like this on on rubber. That's pretty nice. Yeah, dude. This one was pretty dang cool to see in person. Wow. God damn it. And anyone bring like a, a datograph or something? A datograph? <laughs> no. I'm trying to think uh, what else did I see? Saw some, uh, I saw one marathon. That was pretty cool. Uh, funnily enough, the guy that I was where, there with for work, he was at the watch group meetup with me, saw the marathon, bought one himself the next day. Oh. Cool. And he's not a watch guy, so that was pretty funny. Um, let me think what else. Someone had a Gen 1 Mako. That was really a lot of fun. Uh, there was a Hamilton there, I believe. Sorry if I'm mistaken. There was uh there was a, a there was one um there was like a like a like a like a like a kit, not a kit watch, but like a watch that a, like a the guy was like a moderate, like that put together himself. Um, mm -hmm. That was pretty cool, actually. Uh, DJ from Hydus Watches was there. That was a lot of fun. So, um, DJ from Hydus Watches, you know, Hydus uh, and TBWS have had a great relationship for a long time. I mean, even since the early days, actually. Yeah. Um, we've got reviews of his watch up there. He was wearing the blue dial 
Okeanos uh, that I have a review on of this site. And a huge congrats over actually to DJ Hydus Watches. He just got his Kickstarter funded for the Bronze Okeanos, which is like a dual crown um, uh, bronze watch. Really, really cool. Go and check it out. Uh, it's like it's actually a fucking incredible price point on that thing. Like it's it's quite a steal. Let me see. How the fuck do you spell Hydus? H E I T I S. <laughs> Yeah, dual crown, interior rotating bezel. Yeah, we're always pretty surprised by what he offers for the for the price. Oh yeah, dude. You know, he knows what's up. Okay, uh, I'm having trouble finding the price. The Kickstarter price I remember was like the Kickstarter pre-order price was like I think two ninety nine. Hmm. Which is which is pretty nuts. You know. Let me see if I can find the actual Kickstarter campaign. Did he bring like a ton of watches? Like a ton nope, of his he, watches? He just he just had that one. Cool. He just had that one. So here we go. 42 millimeters, NH35. Uh he calls them Reese's Reese's Cup Crowns. Is that what That's they're really, is that what they're really called? Reese's peanut butter cup crowns? <laughs> That's uh, the first time I hear that. Wow, man. Swiss Super Lo uh, Sumer Loma C3, Dome Sapphire, uh, Sandwich Style. Should be available 2021. Yeah, and Kickstarter, they were $299. Um, I don't know how much they are, uh, like like post-Kickstarter, but, um, but that was pretty cool. Pretty cool to see. Let me check out this photo. I took, took a couple photos there to see if I can remember any other watches that I spotted because there were a lot but uh let's see here uh Timex Cube someone had the Timex Cube got to wear that in person I was more impressed the Timex what Timex Cube, Cube? or Q Timex oh the Q Timex sorry oh gosh that thing oh yeah <laughs> that thing <laughs> what'd you think <laughs> I was more fucking impressed by the bracelet than anything else. That bracelet, me too. Really me cool, too. right? Can they just can they just sell me that and I'll put it on like I'll buy a Timex it. Weekender and that bracelet all fucking day. Oh man, that that's a good call. Yeah. So if they did that, I would I would very gladly uh, go nuts. That's on so that. fun. It's so funny that you say that. Yeah, the first the first time I held that watch, that like that's the first thing I thought to myself I was like, wow, this is this is a really good bracelet. Yeah. <laughs> Super weird. Uh, also, spent some time. Um, someone had a Halios that was there. Uh, Sean, that might have been you. Um, that thing was pretty cool. Someone like had Seaforth or, or like Seaforth, Seaforth, Seaforth. Sorry, <laughs> when you say Halios these days, you just you know, you assume it's probably a Seaforth. In all honesty, <laughs> um, if someone had a, if someone had like a Delphin or a Puck, I would have been I would have been fucking gobsmacked. I still yeah. love the Delphin, Jason. If you're listening, I know you tune in every now and then. How's how how are those how are those renders doing for the Delphin? <laughs> what was the last open date on those? The 2015, 2016. What was the last open date on those Delphins, man? Yeah, that was a great watch that like I could, um, you know, a lot of people talk about the Halios and like the new designs, like the Universa and the Fairwind and things like that. They are, they are clearly like Halios watches. But yeah, I, I I remember when the Delphin came out and that whole like black case, and I was like that. 
that's a Halios. That, that's what that watch is. Right. Um, and you still see them come up. I mean, if, if you're fine. Does Ike Mathis still have more. one? I don't remember. That Ike, um, dude, was that you or, that, or was, that, was that I Keep Good Time? One of you two guys has the Delphin. Yeah. Not sure. Yeah, a, a, a fine watch. Yeah. Also. Uh, also, I also had a bit of time to to hang out. Um, I believe this was Antonio's watch, and if I'm wrong, I'm super sorry. I had time to spend time with the Oris Diver 65. Um, mm, okay. It's cool. It's a really cool watch. I know. Still mad. Still mad about the bezel. The bezel action isn't necessarily. So I've had time to to to. <laughs> Um, what's the word? Reflect. Cool down. Cool down. <laughs> well, no. The first time I interacted with the Diver 65 bezel was, man, wind up 2000, 2016? Um, 2016, yeah. God, that was a long, long time ago. And um, I didn't have the best experience with it because I just, I guess I'd hyped it up in my head. Uh, and even, I'll even, uh, I'll acknowledge to this day that I still have some issues with the bezel in that it doesn't really feel... Okay, so here's the problem. I'll explain you right now the problem, Michael. I used the Raven bezel, and then I used the Diver 65 bezel. Okay. It doesn't feel premium. I know exactly what you mean. Yes. I, I'm, I'm trying to think of a way to say it, but like, I guess that's... Because the thing is, they made it that way so the bezel's not super thick. If the bezel was thicker and maybe had a bit more... Uh, to it, it would probably feel great to, to work... Um, it's still totally fine. It, it it serves its function, but in what I look for in like a dive watch and like fidgety bezel action, um, wasn't really for me. But it, I do recognize the watch is still really really cool. It was fun to kind of like um, spend some wrist time with it uh, for the first time, you know, and um, I guess the first time in a while. Let me see yeah. what else was there before I get onto other fun things uh, bu- 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 bu. uh someone had a yellow retrospect that's a really nice color yeah like they they did uh that the yellow that they got for that is awesome yeah super super surprised um didn't expect to see that you know um so those are a lot of the highlights i'm sure there's watches i'm missing if, that, if that's the case I'm, I'm super super sorry but um one of the things, so so, and it was a great experience. It was great trying on these watches. It was great talking with people. Everyone, um, honestly, was just super, super incredible. Uh, oh, I saw, I saw a one seven five, um, SKX uh, one or or double oh nine, whatever the whatever the uh-huh. fuck. Uh, yeah. Made me think of you. I missed you. I wish you were there with me. <laughs> Miss you too, man. Right. We'll be on a cruise soon. Mm. No wives. <laughs> Or no, I know. I guess our wives are gonna be there. I guess they have to be. Yeah, there. they're they're coming. Yeah. Uh, so so the, the, does Nor do all like the spa stuff? Is she into the whole spa thing? Yes, definitely. Okay, yeah. So then we're probably never gonna fucking see your wife or my wife for that for that for that fact because Disney does not fuck around with spa shit on the boat. So while they're doing spa stuff, we can go and buy matching zeniths. What do you think? What are you are you <laughs> are you a Defy Lab man or are you an El Primero man? I like the Defy Lab. I like the the time only one. That's the cheapest one. Which is the one that looks like it's being attacked by bees? That's like the Defy. I think they made a Chrono that beats at like a million miles an hour, and it's like, like it's it's like flying around. Yeah. Let's get that one. That's that's too expensive. We need more more Patreon patrons. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh man! That's uh, for the record, we do not use your your money to buy personal watches. Oh Jesus Christ! Yeah, no. Thanks for clarifying. Uh, actually, we haven't talked about this in a while. If anyone's ever curious, we do a Patreon um, like funds. Honestly, it goes to overhead. It goes to our hosting, which is increasing in terms of like. It's uh, our, our hosting fees have increased a lot just because website traffic has increased a lot, and so every time, it's funny. A couple times now, I've been hit up by our host, and they're like, "Hey, you're exceeding your audience cap. You know, you can stay where you are now, but your site will be slow, or you can pay more." And like, "Fuck, all right, I'll pay more." So, um, yeah. in addition to that, it's uh, you know software that we need for processing. Uh, audio for processing photos. In addition to that, honestly, we're not really big brands. Don't. It's tough for us to work with brands sometimes, so we usually just buy watches we have to review. And so we'll <laughs> buy the watch, review the watch, give the watch away. So if you're ever curious why the fuck TVWS does so many giveaways, that's why. No, no one's exactly lining up for a, a Mike and Kaz limited edition. <laughs> It's just our faces on the back, and we're giving it like, <laughs> like a thumbs up. But it's like re- it's a really shitty, like case back engraving. It looks like I did it with a crayon in my mouth at four in the morning. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Yeah. Um, I want to do a huge shout out in particular. So I'm going back to Buffalo. A huge shout out in particular to. Um, I'm gonna fuck this up. Give me a second. One of them is DJ Highest Watches. Thank DJ. Thank you. Uh, and the other one, I'm pretty sure, and if I'm fucking this up, you can let me know, dude. Uh, Sean, here's shout out to Sean and DJ for Michael. Get this. The last meal, all right, the last meal I had in Buffalo was, can you guess? Uh, no, I can't. <laughs> Buffalo wings. Oh, Okay. I, I did you had, find did you find out w- w- historically what's significant there about buffalo wings or just buffalo anything buffalo sauce is it the wings or the sauce I think that was the question it's the sauce I believe okay. it's the sauce gotcha so yeah um because so when I went there the people that were hosting me I'm like oh is there a good place to get wings I'm like oh you don't want wings you want like an artisanal salad that they put into a shotgun shoot into your face it's like okay can I just have like a regular meal with like real people or is that like not on the radar uh for the next few days because if that's the case i'll just eat some nature valleys in my bathtub at the hotel just to feel something i'm not above that man all right mm-hmm. um to clarify you have to eat nature valley granola bars in the bathtub because if you don't the fucking crumbs just go everywhere all right yeah if that's you a, eat that's a long topic of discussion for us oh yeah <laughs> We have had an inordinate amount of discussion about the crumb factor, the crumb coefficient factor of a goddamn Nature Valley bar. The problem is if you eat a Nature Valley granola bar on like a regular floor, so like right now I have like I have like vinyl like like vinyl plank in my apartment. If I was walking around and eating a Nature Valley granola bar, by the time I was done eating it, my smooth floor would feel like burlap. It would be like I had a burlap floor because there would just be texture and crumbs fucking everywhere. Yeah. So... <laughs> And my opting uh, out of hipster buffalo cuisine and eating granola bars, I would have to do it in the bathtub because when I was done, I could just turn the drain on and the mess goes away. Kind of so much as if, as if I had slipped my own fucking wrist in the bathtub. It's the same mm. process. Cleaning up crumbs, cleaning up suicide mess. You understand? <laughs> Perfect. It's very easy for your loved ones. They walk in, they're horrified, they turn the drain on, they're never the same. It's the same thing. All right, man. Um, what was I talking about? <laughs> Buffalo wings. <laughs> it got dark. 
<laughs> Sorry, I've been Take a quick turn. I've, I've been reading a lot of Sylvia Plath lately, so um, mm. that's just kind of where my heads are right now. I I purged all my books, but I kept the ones that were special to me, and so I'm I'm going through the Bell Jar again. And um, man, that's that's just that book means a lot to me. I'm, I'm glad not I kept it. Not that a hap- not a happy book. It's fun though. It's fun to know you're not the only one that feels sh- like shit all the time, and you don't <laughs> know why you feel like shit. I think that's the crux. You don't you know you feel like shit. And nothing means anything, but you don't know why. But at least you're not the only one. You know what I Got mean? It. Got it. Um, what was I saying? Buffalo wings. If I could just stay on topic. <laughs> the next few minutes will be good. Um, DJ, Hydus Watches, and Sean uh, took me out for buffalo wings. My last meal in Buffalo. Yes, to answer your question, it's the sauce. I heard a whole bunch of different options for where I should get buffalo wings. I heard I shouldn't even get buffalo wings because apparently it's like a big tourist thing and they all suck, blah, blah, blah. Um, we ended up going to a place called Gabriel's Gate. I think it's in Allentown. Uh, and that was actually the second time I was in Allentown um, during that trip. Uh, I'll, talk about, I'll talk about the first time in a second. But we were there, it's a place called Allentown, Gabriel's Gate. It, it basically had the trappings of a bar that happened to serve food, which I'm all about. I think that's mm. great. Uh, we go in there, I order something, I don't fucking know what. Just to give you reference also, Michael, um, of the day, because I was drinking before I hung out with, with everyone at the Red Bar group, of the day, that was probably my sixth beer. Um, that's, uh, that's quite a bit for you. That's quite a bit for me. I'm usually like a thimble beer kind of guy. Uh, one thimble of beer. quite a bit for anyone. (laughs) I guess, I don't know. I, I don't, I don't. I don't really have a particularly robust uh, constitution when it comes to drinking. Uh, a thimble of Pilsner and my shirt comes off. That's basically, you know, where I'm at in terms of like a baseline as I drop something. That's why I love taking Kaz out to dinner. I'm a cheap date, man. You just, you you do, if if you take me out for a date and, a, a date, if you take me out for a date and you take a sip of like vodka and sneeze it in my face, instant drunk. Instant drunk, dude. Aerosol drunk. Also, if you do that, please do not give me uh, hepatitis. Um, or whatever the fuck is transferred. I have no idea. Uh, what was I saying? So, but, but, yeah, so six so, so six beer. Um, I had my six beer there, uh, which is fine. I needed to drown my sorrows that day. Anyway, and uh, we order the wings. So here's what's funny. Um, when I order... There's a Thai restaurant here in Celebration. It's called Thai Tani. It's fucking awesome. Um... Every time you order from them, they'll say, oh, you know, medium, hot, or like like mild, medium, or hot. You know, have you ever ordered from like a Thai restaurant or a restaurant where they give you yeah, those questions? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, same. Thai hot, so hot, is nothing to fuck around with. Right? <laughs> Thai hot, Thai hot will basically ruin your day. Like there's, yeah. there's no like, like, like colorful way of saying it. If you're like, oh yeah. Can I? I'll do. I'll do duck penang. Can I have a tie hot? It's like okay. Well, you've just opted to give yourself a capsaicin colonoscopy. You know that. <laughs> You're going to colon I have, cleanser. <laughs> I got a capsaicin colon cleanser. Will you'll you'll regret having ever crawled out of the womb to breathe in this horrible air. Like you're going to ruin your day. Um, I always say tie hot. I usually say tie hot when I when I order for this place. If I'm not really feeling it, I'll say medium. You know. So the mm-hmm. problem was my default is to say hot you know so uh we go to this bar uh dj orders for me we order 10 wings and uh 
was funny when we were when we were ordering the wings. There was two other guys there who DJ knew, and I'm like, yeah, it's my first time here. Like, oh man, you gotta get wings. You gotta do them hot, man. You die. You gotta do hot wings. I'm like, okay, let's just do fucking do them, do them hot. So the guy comes like, oh, you know, mild, medium, or hot. And like, I also like apart from them saying get your wings, get them hot. I just defaulted to saying hot, you know, mm. um, and I wasn't prepared for it. So we get the wings and they're fucking hot. They're like really spicy, but I'm still enjoying them. I look over at DJ. DJ is not enjoying them. <laughs> so DJ, I'm sorry, dude. <laughs> I didn't know. I didn't know hot was like really hot. Um, but the best part was the guys who were like, oh yeah, get them hot, get them hot. At one point, DJ, DJ who's sweating. I'm sweating. DJ's sweating. Sean didn't eat meat, so he's just fucking laughing at us, which he should have been doing, which is great. Um, DJ goes to the guys who told us to get them. I was like, 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 oh man, man, these are, these are, uh, these are pretty hot. And he goes to the guys, what did you get? Oh, these, uh, these are, these are mild. It's like, well, fucking dude. <laughs> yeah, you gotta get them hot, man. Oh, okay, what are those? Oh, these are mild. <laughs> these are, these are mild. So good, good, good team player right there. Fucking, <laughs> fuck, God damn it, dude. The, the 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 peer pressure based fragile masculinity strikes again. Oh, you gotta get them hot. You gotta get an IPA. You gotta get hot wings. You gotta get into a Patrick Swayze bar fight. Someone's gotta throw you through a window, and then you gotta go to a Bills game and fall through a table. Like that's apparently uh, how I can prove I'm masculine. Which apparently is like another Buffalo tradition. People go to Bills games, and they uh, jump through tables. Hmm. Not like not like teehee, like oh I tripped and felt like they'll do like 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 wrestling move. They'll be like Jeff Hardy and they'll just fucking like just dive off of like tall shit onto <laughs> onto tables. Um so my follow up question is, Buffalo, why the fuck do you hate tables? Like why tables? Why couldn't it have been like like world hunger? If you hate, if you guys hated world hunger as much as you hated tables, we might have solved this thing. We we, 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 we might have knocked out world <laughs> hunger, dude. A little less uh, hold my beer and more uh, hold my feeding tube. <laughs> hold, my- <laughs> <laughs> hold my beer, hold my feeding tube. That's great. Uh, what else is, was interesting? So the wings were really good. That was great. Um, DJ, Sean, thank you so much for giving me an authentic wings experience. I will say as great as those wings were, I have to say Buffalo, I think I enjoyed your burgers a lot more. Um I don't know what it is. And I, I know, Michael, I apologize. You're vegan. None of this is interesting to you at all. Um, I don't know what it is, but that town had some really good fucking burgers. I don't know if the cows are coddles before they're, before they're ethically clubbed to death or, or if the cows are, are, I don't know, pampered like Kobe cows or what the fuck it is. But like, goddamn, had some great burgers. <laughs> I'm glad you enjoyed the uh, the food there. Yeah, yeah, man. Huge shout out to Allen Burger Venture. That was the other place. I had a I got a burger. What I got? I got a burger with like that sound. That sounds like our third NPR co-host, by the way. <laughs> Allen sure Burger Venture. A, His I last sure name is Burger Venture. <laughs> here it's uh, hi guys, Herman Sherbert here with two broke washdowns, joined by our special guest, Alan Burger Venture. Alan, how are you doing? I'm doing fine. <laughs> I'm doing great. Uh, had an excellent cup of French roast this morning. Caught up on the New York Times, and uh, I'm excited. Excited to be here with Alan, you, Alan Good Shepherd, and Herman Sherbert. I'm wearing the Vacheron Constantine. Uh, what the fuck's that watch they make? The Over Ocean, the Under Ocean. The reach out over reach out overseas the overseas the overseas I miss, reach around i miss spending time with that one 
<laughs> well, once, me. once I dig up that cigar box of Krugerins, dude, man, we're in it. I referenced that fucking tr- treasure, treasure cache of gold way more than any podcast should. I referenced the movie Frequency way too much, and I referenced Krugerins. Where so what 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 other is there a different obscure cache of uh, uh, Yamashita's gold? Maybe I can start referencing Yamashita's gold. Are there any other gold caches I should reference? Fen, Fen's treasure, right? That's close to you. He's I think he's in no, that's you. Black Blackbeard's Blackbeard's treasure. I could only him and the devil. No, I could I could I could reference uh, young Edward Teach's treasure. That's correct. I think that's probably somewhere in Virginia, right? That's where he died. (laughs) Uh, What's the, the the guy here that jumped out of an airplane? I forget. D.B. Cooper. D.B. Cooper. D.B. Cooper. Yeah. The problem is, I think those were bills. So even if the treasure is out <laughs> there, true. it's probably nothing but shadows and dust, as Proximo would say. All right, guys, just to clarify, that was at least like 35 different fucking pop culture and movie references in the past 10 seconds. I don't really know where we are in terms of where we started or how we got here, but um, I can tell you that last one was Gladiator. I know that. <laughs> shadows and dust. All right. What did I say? Alan Burger Adventure. <laughs> if someone has a good answer as to why Buffalo has good burgers, I would love to hear it. Um, but yeah, my time in Buffalo, I was there for work. It was so-so. But hanging out with the Buffalo Red Bar crew was really, really cool. I'm going to do a shout-out again. I'm going to yell down all these names. Jake, Phil, Sam, Antonio, DJ, Sean, Ryan, all you guys are incredible. Showed me a great time made me feel incredibly welcome in a city I have never been in, and it caused me to think about something uh, that a few people have brought up to me. Um, Farlius, if your ears perked up, you perked up for good reason. Michael, should I try and do a red bar here? Uh, yeah, I, I don't see why not. It Will it be fun, or will it be like... Uh, I think it'll be fun. You might have to dodge some of the Miami personalities, um, but otherwise I think... I think you'd you'd have a good time. How can I make? How can, <laughs> there's some nice people in Miami. I think who there probably there are sh- who show are. up. I, I'm just thinking about the uh, the some of the Miami watch personalities that may be kind of traversing through Orlando or something. Yeah, no, I follow. I hear that. But yeah, I don't know. Something I thought about after that experience. I'm like, wow, this is something that I could do once or twice a month. That's pretty cool, actually. Yeah. You know what I mean? So. Food for thought. Uh, I also don't know if there's enough people even in the Orlando area to do that. Obviously, I know there are some of you guys. I've met you. There are obviously some people in South Florida who um, you know, have offered to come up um, and stuff like that. You know, So I don't know. I just have to think about it. Or, or Michael, hear me out. We just start our own fucking watch group. I like that idea too. Right? Yep. We can call it, we can call it Broke Bastards. Broke Bastards Watch Club, <laughs> or we'll just call it the TBWS Watch Group. Yeah, we'll call it. We'll call it something cool. Yeah, Broke Bastards. I think Broke Bastards has a good zing to it. Yeah. <laughs> Curse these metal hands. <laughs> that is a peep show quote. Uh, great show. But yeah, I mean that was it, man. You know, it was really really cool. I think some of the takeaways. Uh, that I got from there is that the solitude is pretty incredible. I want to spend some time with it. The Timex, uh, the Q Timex, you guys are missing the mark. Sell that fucking bracelet. I'll buy that bracelet. <laughs> yeah, maybe you Timex know. will do it eventually. Who knows? Maybe they're not fucking around these days. Um, 
anything I missed, do you think? There weren't really any watch boutiques or or anything like that. Um, there were some ADs, I was told, outside of like the downtown um, Buffalo area. So where I spent the majority of my time was downtown Buffalo, uh, where there's nothing. There's hmm. no people. There's very few businesses. But it's a shame because the architecture is beautiful. It's be- like the the like the I'm sure the insides of them are horrible, but the outsides of the buildings like they're they're they're, they're quite fucking beautiful, man. Hmm. You know, so interesting to see what the town looks like in a few years. Oh, funny story. So one of the guys there was like, "Okay, I have a six year old. We've never been to Disney. You know, is it time to go? Is it too late to go? You know, what's the best time uh, to do it?" And I tell I told him the same thing I tell everyone. Um, so I live next to Disney in case you didn't know and I go, I go to Disney all the time I told him the same thing I tell everyone listen man a lot of times when you take your family to Disney and you have a little one if you have a little kinder lock and you're taking them to Disney it's the first time they'll be around that many people and a lot of times it'll be the hottest like they'll ever have been in terms of like humidity and heat it'll be the most overstimulated they've ever been and like you know, everyone's thirsty, everyone's hungry, kids are vomiting, spouses are fighting. So you have to be like prepared for that. I was, I was saying all this horrible shit, like 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 the like the dust and like the dearth, the horribleness of Disney that I love. Um, I think it's great, but tourists, you know, for obvious reasons, don't seem to like that. And I was I was telling them all this, and they were just like, like, wait, that just sounds like that sounds like a Bills game, or all those bad things. I don't I don't I don't understand. <laughs> I don't understand. That just and he was like, oh, yeah, if that's the worst of it, I'll be fine. I'm like, God, this is, this is, a, this is a wacky fucking town, man. <laughs> yeah, well. <clears throat> Welcome to Buffalo. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Mike, what am I going to do? But yeah, man, that was it. Next time I'm there, I'm going to hit you guys up. I'm not going to wait that long to hit everyone up over there. Uh, any questions, Michael? Any follow-up questions? Anything you're curious about? Me now as an expert Buffalonian? I'm shaking my head no, which obviously you people can't see, but I'm shaking my head no. No, I think, I think I'm just kind of really pleased to hear that the gathering was, um, it was so cool, man. Yeah. It was so cool. I think it's always tough to, to gauge how, how much fun you're going to have, uh, at a watch meetup, um. I know I'm I'm pretty hesitant to to go to those things, uh, you know, because they involve being around people. Uh, yeah, that but, didn't sell me on it either. Yeah, that was yeah. you know. So yeah, that, that's that's fun, and uh, you know, no douchebags. No, uh, it was super. I was afraid of that too. I was afraid there'd be someone just be like, be like, be like, oh yeah, the snake costume is cool, but one day you'll want to get a marine master. It's like, well, one day you'll get hit by a car, and I'll be ecstatic. I won't even be there, and I'll just fucking be like, oh great, that's yeah, he got hit by a car. That's awesome, perfect, perfect. That's what I needed to know. That got hit by a car, but no, there was none of that. None of that shit. No, you know, no, no no ire or anything like that i talked about watch peacocking so um i had to i had to go to a whole bunch of like like dinners and cocktail things and all this stupid bullshit for my work and so i perfected my i think everyone has their own take on watch peacocking my perfect watch peacocking uh i have to have a drink in my hand you know what i mean Mm -hmm. so you might say i'm a watch peacocking alcoholic i have to have a drink in my hand I'm, I'm, i'm holding a cup right now you can't see it and I'm, I have to hold it at about where my sternum is, so between, be, like, like, like between the two, my, my two man boobs, 
uh, at the bone between those two. And at that angle, my watch, my watch to sleeve ratio is perfect. The watch is peeking out enough just to say, hey, this is what I am. But with enough taste, with enough like hidden, it's like, it's like if you, if you, yeah, um, obviously, because we're very old first in this, if you're getting some kind of like, um, like, like divider burlesque dance and there's just enough like, like leg, you're like, you can picture what's going on, but enough to left behind for you to get teased. That's like my perfect watch, uh, peacocking. Um, 70, 75% sleeve. Se- so it's like, yes, yes, absolutely. Yeah. You checking, know? checking out the ankles when you go to Catholic school exactly Oof, boy do we know that um but i mean like i said no one at any of these things that i went to was fucking wearing any watches of uh of merit i did pass someone uh we were walking through an office building and this guy was showing us where to go and um someone who pointed out like the stairwell i had to go to was wearing a samurai who was wearing a seiko samurai and so i took a risk because that's not like a normal watch purchase that's not you, you, you know what i mean no I feel like yeah if you, if you, you bought do some that, reading yeah if you bought that watch you probably have you know some idea and so i'm like i'm like oh cool seiko samurai great watch man and then he did the blank stare and i'm like fuck i fucked up i shouldn't have tried to make friends with strangers again when every time i don't know i don't learn i'm like the coyote from the roadrunner cut cartoons dude just stick with us just stick, stick with us. Stick with the TBWS family. But yeah, I said, and it's, every time this, this happens, I say, oh, hey, cool, XYZ. And there's a moment where they, they blankly stare at me. It's just like this 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 vacant look. And they'll be like, oh, yeah. And so he did that. I'm like, oh, man, uh, Seiko Samurai, it's a great watch. He looked at me. He's like, oh, yeah, I mean, you know, who who doesn't like a great Seiko, I guess? And I'm like, fuck, oh, I hope you get hit by a car. I hope you get hit by a car. <laughs> Fucking nerd. Damn it, dude put my heart out there and you stomped all over it you fucking river danced on it with clogs dick and then I, and then i went about my day and that's buffalo that's buffalo <laughs> so the last time i put my fucking heart out there but here let's do this i'm sorry guys we got fucking super distracted um let's try to recap uh in whatever broken way we can this episode super cool super cool cool man you remember sue cool remember gene and sue cool no Sue Cool, Gene from Miami. Oh, I remember him. I don't remember that. He said, I, I guess he wanted to say like super and cool and it just came out as Sue Cool. <laughs> Maybe I wasn't there yet. <laughs> oh my God, you were totally there. Um, Sue Cool, man. Uh, <laughs> English wasn't Gene's first language. If anyone's wondering. <laughs> Hello. Um... What was I going to say? Really cool to hear you're wearing that notice again because I haven't seen that thing in a while, dude. So super fun. Um, it's crazy to hear it's your only dual time zone watch right now. Yeah. You know? Um, I'm wearing the Slava Medical for the wrist check. Super, super cool. I didn't mention it, but obviously, you guys, you know, I have it on this red uh, suede um, custom strap that I got from EA Leather Goods. Check out EA Leather Goods. He does incredible work. Um, I've been with him and shopping from him since the start, and honestly, it seems like every week he's just getting better and better. Uh, if there was ever an option where I was looking for like a custom strap for anything, which right now I'm not, but if I did, I would hit up EA Leather Goods. Um, he did leather custom leather strap for my Orange Star GMT. He did one for my Paul Yacht 3133. Really fucking cool. And obviously, you know, Islamic Medical. Um, Great time in Buffalo. Left me with some thoughts of potentially doing like a red bar thing here in Orlando. Only if the group made sense and the people were cool. You know what I mean? 
Um, I don't know. I'm afraid of people. You ever you ever get that, Michael? I do. Yeah, I don't like that. Um, but we'll see. Uh, yeah, next time I'm in Buffalo, I'll hit up all you guys. I'll do it again. I'm going to do a shout-out to everyone. I'm sorry if it's boring, but I'm sure it is appreciated. Huge shout-out to the Buffalo Red Bar group that made my fucking trip. Jake, Phil, Sam, Antonio, DJ, Sean, uh, Ryan. Super cool. Ah, Ryan had a scurfa. Oh, First, cool. First, nice. uh, first time I got to spend a lot of time with a scurfa because I think I've seen yours, but not too much time. Yo, man, those scurfas don't fuck around. Yeah, that's that's a that's an incredible fucking watch. But here, as for another podcast episode, we're getting close to the time. <sighs> I don't want to go. I don't want to go back to the filth and the reality and the dirt I can't and the monotony. To, I can't wait to edit this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we had some technical difficulties. I'm sorry, man. <laughs> oh, boy. Was that sad time? That sad time? Time to start uh, day drinking and editing a podcast. <laughs> that is also Michael's uh, Foursquare handle. I have no idea if that's true. I don't know if you even own Foursquare. Or Foursquare even, yeah, even has handles. I have no idea. <laughs> oh, boy. I'm telling you, man. But yeah, let's uh, let's do this. You, you can start signing us out, and then I'll, I'll take this one. Thanks for listening, guys. My name is Mike. And this is Kaz. You have been listening to Two Broke Watch Knobs. Later. Later.